from the old National Bank State Street studio, this is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a Good Karma Brands radio station. All right, uh, so thank you, sir, real quick, and we're going to cross talk. Thank you to everyone that came out and visited and chatted with us today here at 93 Octane at the Pride Stores. And thanks to the Pride Stores. We love these guys. Mario, Chris, Alex, everybody involved, always uh, rolling out the red carpet for us. Thanks to the Whistlepick folks for allowing us to choose a 10-year single barrel. We're going to uh, raffle off this yes, bottle of Boss Hog beauteous. in a little bit. Uh, I told one person in attendance who was a little bit unfamiliar what uh, Boss Hog goes for on the secondary market, and his mouth hit the floor, uh, and he's very much hoping that he wins. I hope he wins, too. For obvious reasons. I would open it if I were the winner. I wouldn't sell it, but uh, I can't say that I would blame you if you did. Because of what it's worth, it is one of the most sought-after and desirable bottles of whiskey on the market today. So when we're done, we're going to raffle that off. But uh, thanks, everybody, for coming out. Thanks to Jake Cantu with us here. Uh, Miranda Jocelyn, Joe, everybody in promotions. And back at the shop, Charlie and Nick. Job well done, guys. Thank you for helping out. And that's where we're going right now. Back to the old National Bank State Street Studio. State and Lake. We've got Waddle and Sylvie. And I do believe Dion is in for Waddle today, right? Sylvie and Dion today? It is. I'm Hi, here. Guys. I'm What's here. Up? Hello. Hey, Dion. I'm sad that I'm not seeing you in person. I am also sad. It's nice when we get to see you in person. Put Twitch on, and then you'll be able to see them. That's Dion. true. You're right. I'll do that right Put, now. Let me I'll see that right now. Sign um, in the Twitch. Uh, you had a colonoscopy? I did yesterday, yes. And? All good. Well, I think. They did remove one little polyp, so they just got to check that. But uh, Okay. Should be nothing to be concerned about, is what I was told. Just like uh, the White Sox. They moved. Uh, they removed uh, a Pollock. <laughs> a- AJ, right? AJ Pollock. They did. That's they funny, did. Sylvie. Nice that was job. good. That was really well done. It's very smooth. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear you got through it. I was prescribed to get one done, and I've never done it. So I'm When are you going to go and get one soon? I need to. Yeah. I just am a little intimidated. That's all. Yeah, it's no biggie. Honestly, Dan, do it for the peace of mind. The prep's not fun. That's the only thing. And everybody will tell you that. Sylvie will tell you. Everybody yeah. who's done it will tell you. The prep's it's like six, seven hours of unpleasantness. But at the end of the day, the peace of mind is nice. Okay. So. Get it done. That does now not you're sound good for so five scary. years, right? Yeah, they say, you know, we'll see you in five. Yeah, oh, it does. It gives you a little piece of Done and dusted. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you get a nice clean out. Let's put it that way. There At we the go. end of the day, you're nice and cleaned out. Oh. Nice, nice and healthy. Yeah. Wonderful. You know? Light on yeah. your feet today, yeah. huh? Exactly. Yeah. There you go. What's going on, guys? How are we doing? Good. We, you good. guys were missed. All three of you were missed yesterday. Oh, yeah. You guys weren't there either, huh? No. Yeah, I wasn't there. Yurko, uh, Yurko was doing laundry. What an excuse. Well, I thought I was going to enjoy a Bulls game, but then. Oh, please. Oh, how Dion, could you think I, that? I honestly I, thought that. I'm telling you, I, and I just was talking about it with Yurko, like, you know, and I texted, we're on, like, some of us are on a, a group text at the station, and I forgot that the party was going on, and I texted <laughs> the guys, and then I'm like, oh, they're not even watching because they're at the party. I'm like, you guys are, be happy that you missed this. I'm like, a 13-win so Charlotte team where their best player shoots 2 of 15, and, and, and they won comfortably. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just terrible, you guys. At the party, Carm, I don't know if someone was playing a joke on me or someone was doing a favor on me, but we had most of the Bulls games on the television, and then, like, mid-third quarter, 
the Michigan game started, and someone switched all the televisions <laughs> to the Michigan basketball game. Mercifully. Good. And so I said something to one of the, the servers, yeah. and I said, hey, can you put this one on the Bulls game? They said, sure. And then they never switched it. And I didn't make a stink out of it because, truthfully, like, who really cares at the end of the day? Right. So, and I was having a good time talking to a lot of people. So I was watching it on GameCast, but I did have a same-game parlay. Oh, boy. And and, and I did play the Hornets with points, and I boosted it up a little bit. I had DeMar over total, and I had Zach over total because usually after a bad game, Zach comes out and scores. And he had 14 in the first half. And then he decides to go scoreless through most of the second half until he scores four points in garbage time. Yeah, I think yeah he finished with 18, right, Sylvia? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, yeah. what a joke. I, uh, don't bet those parlays, darn it. <laughs> they're fun. <laughs> it seemed like a good one. I know, they are fun sometimes, right, even though they're, they're tough to win. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Be happy you didn't miss anything. It sounds like the party was a lot more fun anyway. I'm sorry that I missed it. I really am. But life is full, so... What, what was with Cap uh, handing out hugs? Did you were was you ha- was Cap handing out hugs? Yeah, who, I, who was a recipient? Yeah, not me. What, who who I was he hugging? I don't What's know. The, this is news. Yeah, I didn't what know. He said this morning, and then we talked about it with Black and Abdallah. Cap was giving hugs, but <laughs> only you're on an I, island now, Car. No, only to what? I can't say it. It's either I don't know. I don't even want to say it. Well, Hoodie made the joke, but I don't even think it's a joke. Hoodie said, I thought I was curious. You were only handing out hugs to... Do you want me to say it? Yeah, you say it, Jake. To, to minorities. To minorities. He was only handing out hugs. Everybody else got a fist bump. That's what Hoodie said. What? Yeah. Did Hoodie, Hoodie, Hoodie say that on the air today? I, on the air. Apparently, it was true. People well, were witnessing I, I didn't it. Get, I didn't get a hug. I know well, that. That, that. I, well, know. I know why. <laughs> I hugged Mindy. I got a hug from Mindy. Oh, Mindy was there? Yeah, Mindy was there. I'm really I upset that I missed I your one. Yeah. I'm like, well, I missed the cap. I, I didn't. Uh, I missed the cap. Hug and or a handshake. Some people were getting handshakes. Some people were getting hugs. Other were getting only fist bumps. And it depends on which category you fall into, I guess, for Cap to greet I love you. that we're breaking this but, down. Well, speaking of that, do you know um, the biggest kick that uh, Allie got uh, from the, the party? What? Is she met Northy. Oh, for the oh, first gosh. time? First time. And she didn't know who Mike North was. I mean, like... Keep in mind, Allie's 37. She didn't right. grow up here. Right. She didn't ever listen to sports radio until she met me. And, like I said, this is Mike North. I go, legend in this town. Yeah. And and she didn't know what happened after she got done <laughs> with a conversation. Oh, I can imagine. Didn't, didn't know what hit her. And, and then Tracy, Jesse's wife, filled her in on the background after the conversation and <laughs> told her all the stories, the legendary stories of Jesse and Northy, oh my God. including some of the hug promotions they used to have. Oh my yeah. Which is funny that you just brought up what yeah. Cap was doing. <laughs> uh-huh. And and so she got the entire like 30 for 30 on Mike North. Lovely. Hilarious. Uh, from back in the day. Hilarious. When and, they were running wild back in the day. And, and so crazy. and so Northy and I took a picture, the September 10th birthday picture. That's right. And 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 Allie took it and North goes, "Can you send that to me?" And Allie goes, "Okay, what what's the number or something?" And and he goes, "I got a flip phone. Send it to North to North at Twitter." 
and, oh my gosh. And, and Allie goes, what do you mean send it to North to North Twitter? And, and, <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. We were trying to figure was, out how to get it to him. Oh my god! He wanted it on Twitter. He just, yes, he, he just wanted. I go. You need. I go. Northy, you need BB here. Yes. Yeah. He does. He, it, first of all, I don't think because he's got the flip phone. Like I don't think I always forget when I put Mike on a group text, like I did last night with Jim Miller and with with um, Luke Pergandy. Like I don't think Mike gets those group texts because he's got a flip phone, right? So I don't think he. Because I, I uh, it's hilarious, dude. I'm telling you, tell me like he, it's the best. And without B, like you could forget it. I mean, we, he, he couldn't fix like he couldn't fix the modem. He couldn't restart the computer. Oh yeah, he gosh. can't do any of it without BB. It's hilarious. <laughs> and so that he's asking for pictures being sent on Twitter. I don't know what he's going to do when it's on Twitter. I guess he'll just retweet it. But that is absolutely hysterical. I love it. And it sounds like it is perfect. It's like a perfect it was way to be indoctrinated into Mike. It's she so didn't great. know what was going on. Oh, I, not ready. Oh I would not be ready for that. It is absolutely great. Well, he said he had a blast last night. He doesn't get out of the house much anymore. You know, he likes to kind of stay in the bunker. Would so say, he was saying, he goes to me, he goes, he goes, Sylvie, I, where am I? He goes, I, I, I drove up to this place. He goes, I thought it was in Seattle. He goes, oh hey, I look at Wrigley Field. This doesn't look like Wrigley Field. I think I'm in Seattle over here the way this ballpark looks. He said he hasn't been down there in forever. And I'm like, it, oh, if you haven't been down there in 10 years, it's an yeah. it's eye-opening. Oh, you know? it is. It wow. really is. And like I said, he barely leaves the house. He goes in the summertime. He plays golf, which is right in the, his backyard. And then in the winter, he's barely ever out. Every once in a while, you know. And it's like so he's he doesn't leave the bunker often. But he said he had a blast. He said everybody had a good time. Was everybody well behaved, Sylvie? Um, I, not what I heard. No, oh, really, really. I heard someone who was producing your show just now back here oh. had quite the experience. Charlie get a little wild. No, not Charlie. Nick? I heard it was Nick. Yeah, Nick got a little wild. I heard Nick busted up his head. What? Oh no, is he okay? Well, Tyler, do you know more about? I, uh, I, I know as just as much as you do, because uh, Dan- oh, was it Danny that briefed us on, on yeah. what happened? Yeah, I, I know just as much as you do. Like so. he fell and hit his head. I heard he left his jacket at the at, at the oh my. at the place. That sounds about right. With his wallet in there. Oh, oh God. no! And then he got home, and then he was trying to get in touch with people to get the jacket with his wallet. Awesome. And then as he was trying to get in touch with someone, awesome. he dropped his phone. Oh and my as gosh. he dropped his phone, he went to go pick it up, oh, but like no. hit his head then like on a, a table Jesus. as he went to pick it up and. He, Cut open oh his forehead. What, do I have the story right? Is that right, Tyler? Yeah, oh, well, I don't know if he cut up his forehead. His forehead looked fine today when I saw him. Right? Something or banged yeah, his head. Like, yeah, he hit his head or something. But yeah. did he ever get the jacket and wallet back? I believe he did. Okay, it's, like least, it's accounted for. I know that it's accounted, it's accounted for. for. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's did you quite guys the have full party? Did you? Oh well, there's all you know. Listen, Dan, there's always. There's one of the young whippersnappers. The younger ones. There's a new generation in town. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of the younger generation that I could have parented. And yeah. they're right here at the station. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have full run of the place? I mean, I would say it was closed for you guys. Or for us, last it, night? it was really well done. So it, it uh, we did it at uh, Lucky Strike in yeah. Wrigleyville. It was right across the street at Lucky Strike where we did the uh, 
Tito's Games. Yeah, the and it, Chicago Games. It was open to the public on uh, where the game room. The game room was still open to the public. Mm. We had the bowling alley to ourselves. Great. And then we had the area and the party room that's connected to the bowling alley to ourselves. What's your role? Yeah, I didn't. We, I didn't bowl. No. Who had the high score of the night, you know? I think there were, like, really only a handful of people who rolled. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay. telling you guys, you should have saw, Yurko, the, the, the food, we had grilled shrimp. Oh. We had steak. Oh, boy. What? Yes. They were, uh, like, Sharfy, uh, one of our longtime sales guys, did, went out. He was out of this world the way he uh, Designed the menu. Yeah, this was really top shelf stuff. I'm not missing next year. No, they did great work. Our crew did Um, did a great job. What are you guys uh, What are you guys looking forward to most this weekend in terms of Championship Sunday? I think the four best teams remain. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there a game? Is there an angle? Is there something specific you really want to see? What's the take on Championship Sunday? Now, I'm not always a huge Joe Burrow fan, but I love the way he's answering questions right now. I love his, like, snarky confidence. And Is that what you're not a fan of normally? Is that why you're not a huge I'm fan I'm not of normally a fan of it, but right now I love it. I think because they're being so overlooked. He's got what Jeff Miller affectionately calls the jerk smirk. He definitely has that. The jerks, and I like it. So I'm anxious to see the Bengals play, and I and I also want to see you know how Patrick Mahomes really is. Yes, me I'm too. more interested in that game. I mean, I love me some Brock Purdy, but I'm more interested in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, how about you, Sylvie? I, I like. I think it's all going to be great. Yeah, I, I think it's fantastic. I think um, you know, will will Purdy finally get? Rattled by that great defense, um, I want to see if Mahomes is going to hobble to start. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the the whole weekend, it's like from two o'clock on on yep. on Sunday, it's going to be fantastic. We get six like six and a half great hours of football coming up. I like Burrow. I don't mind the, the cockiness, the swag. I really don't like. If you back it up, man. Go out there and be confident. Like, and he just seems to have. Well, I mean, he's doing it because they feel slighted. They don't get the respect in Cincinnati. That comes with what they've already done in Kansas City. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to get back into the playoffs, let alone the AFC title game. Right. Again. Here they are, back again with a chance to get in there. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a believer. I, I, I think since he wins, you know, me too. No, uh, you do too. You think so too, huh, Sylvie? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, I they're like playing so well. Rager. They, I don't like that. They are playing well, and he just has he's got he's got an air of confidence about him that you need at that position. He really does. And I would have thought it would have been totally blasphemous to call anybody other than Joe Montana Joe Cool, but I don't know. I almost don't mind it for Burrow. You know, like, and he's far. He got a long way to go before you mm-hmm. collect the kind of hardware that Joe Montana collected. Don't get me wrong, but I, I feel like. I feel like it's kind of okay, you know. It's is just, it Carm is and Yurko? You can answer this too. Is is Joe Burrow actually cooler than Joe Montana? And not not on the field because Joe Montana was super cool on the field, but Joe Burrow just seems cooler even off the field. He does. He just yeah. got. He's there, there's like, only one Joe cool. Yeah, you think so? And that's Joe Montana. If you're gonna do Joe Burrow with something, Joe something else. Got to find another name. It's I don't not mind Joe, Joe cool. cool. I don't mind. No, it's one Joe cool. Nah. Ever since he, he smoked that cigar after the yeah. LSU game. I know. He's been the essence of cool, though. Yeah, he is very cool. So, like, what would it be then? Uh, Joe, super cool? What do you think? Well, he's no, already got that. a couple. He's, he, they, know, they call him Joe Burr. 
Joe Burr, yeah. And they I call him Joey Franchise as well. Yeah. So he's got a couple of Oh, I don't nicknames. hate Joey Franchise. I, I, I like Joe Burr. That's not bad because he's got ice water in the veins. And he's cool. So it's like a way of calling him Joe Cool without yeah. calling him Joe Cool. That makes me have to think too much. And then what are they calling uh, Arrowhead? Are they Bur- calling it Burrowhead? Burrowhead, yeah. Burrowhead Stadium? Tread lightly. Don't, mm-hmm. don't wake the sleeping giant. Ganey had a hot take in. Are you shocked by this? Zetterman no, had, I'm not. Zetterman had a hot take. Let's Tell me how it. you answer this All right. in the pre-show fist fight. All right, let's hear it. Zetterman said that if he had caps going to... Um, Arrowhead, I heard. Arrowhead. That's a yeah. cool experience to go to the AFC Championship game. Absolutely. That's awesome. Uh, and to go there and Carm, like, if it's a September-October game, we will go next year, too. Yep. Um, it should be on everyone's bucket list to go there. So he's, Zetterman said, as an unbiased participant, not your team, just as a football fan, he says what Cap is doing is better, more fun, and take the cost out of it, too. He says what, what Cap is doing to go to a championship game to someone else's home field is cooler than going to see a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. And I said no because of the weather factor. I said, like, to, he, Cap is still going to be sitting in 15-degree cold, cold weather. Yeah. Like, to be in Arizona to see the championship game and not freeze your ass off is, is to me, I'd rather be there. Yeah, if you're taking, like, the fandom out of it, if it's not your team, I think it's got to be a Super Bowl because how many people get to say they were actually in attendance at a Super Bowl? And it's one of the most desirable tickets of any sporting event yeah. in the world, yeah. I would think. Very right? desirable, yes. Yeah, I, I think it's got to be the Super Bowl. The pomp and circumstance. That the halftime show. It, yeah. All of that, yeah. The warm weather. The, yes. I like being around the hostility, though. I think that'd be fun. You, you'd have a different energy about it because you're in somebody's home. Uh, there house. are drunk dopes everywhere. You're going to find hostility. It doesn't matter where you go, Dion. <laughs> but isn't It'll the Super hostility. Bowl like... I mean, okay, that's the one event I've never been to. Never been to a Super Bowl. Oh, so wow. So it is... Isn't there some sort of a Kentucky Derby feel to it? Like, you need to just be there? Like, it's a social thing more than it is about the game? That's why I feel like the post, like a championship Sunday, that would be about the game. No? I don't know. I think it'd be cool. I've never been to one either. Now, we've covered, we've been at Super Bowl sites doing shows the week of, but I've never stayed for the actual game. I, well, too, have sad. never been to <laughs> a Super Bowl. What is that about? Well, what do you think? They're going to get us tickets to the game? Come on. Well, they should. Please. If you're there all week and then you don't get to go to the game, what a drag. Yeah, I've yes. been to six. I've, you have. I, I've been able to go to six. Boy, Sylvie's That's been amazing. Six. Yes, wow. That's quite a flex. I, and I've, I, I got to see John Elway's last game, wow. and I got to see Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win. That's wow. So, great, like, I've, I've gotten a couple of good bucket list That's ones. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah. That is. That's really good. That's really good, yeah. So I, I saw a couple of historic ones, so six total. And, like, they're, like you do see, like, Carmen's right. You get those fan bases. It's just split. Mm-hmm. You do have some corporate fans and yeah. some people are just there for the experience. But there's probably still 40% fan bases of each side okay. and then 20% that are just there for the experience. Right. I, that's, that, okay. That'd be a pretty cool thing to see. I mean, don't yeah, get me wrong. Either, I like at, I, f- focusing on the game and watching it at home. But if the opportunity presents itself one of these days, I think I would, I would jump at that. Yeah, I'm not saying no to either option. I, yeah. I think they'd both be fun. This weekend will be fun in Kansas City, though. Cold, uh, you know, cold or not, to see those two quarterbacks, it's going to be pretty good. All right, mm-hmm. what's coming up on the show, guys? Uh, so, yeah, we're talking about uh, Championship Sunday. Um, it, it's two things. I, as I wrote in the uh, 
pre-show video. It's a football Friday, and it's a blow-up-the-bowls Friday. <laughs> Take your pick. What do you want to talk about? 312-332-3776. I like I mean, isn't it eno- enough's enough, Carm? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. what, what, what's going on here? It feels like it. I mean, I'm telling you, they're just... And I was against it for a while. I... But now, what are they doing? And, and like, if you don't want to blow it up at the deadline just because there may not be enough suitors, you have to, at the end of the year, auction, conduct your auction. But you have to trade Vooch. You have to, in my opinion, trade Caruso before he breaks. Yep. Trade him to a contender because I think, and I don't know if you saw Mark Stein and Jake Fisher are saying, like, the asking price is two number ones. For Alex Caruso? Alex Caruso. I'd be happy to get a a one first-round pick for Alex Caruso. You better lower your asking price there. Alex Caruso is having games, and I know his, his value is in defense, um, but Alex Caruso has had, had some games where he's not scoring any points. Yeah, that's a tough And ask. I love him, but... I do too, but that's a tough ask, two first-round picks. So, three one two three three two three seven seven six. By the way, did you guys hear the... Um, did you hear the Billy Packer eulogy on Cap and Jay Hood? No. Do you want me to play for you here? Go ahead. Yeah. Here, let me, let me... Tell me if this is the best eulogy you've ever heard or the worst eulogy you've ever heard. Uh, Cap and Jay Hood this morning. So, Cap, a longtime uh, broadcaster of the Final Four and college basketball for CBS, Billy Packer, passing away at age 82. Sympathies to the family. He was an ass. He was an a-hole. And because he died does not change my opinion of him. He was a jerk. He was a grade-A ass. I dealt with him. I did not like him. I threw him off the air on this station when it was its first iteration when it was WMVP Mm -hmm. AM 1000 back in the 90s. Rest in peace, but you were a jerk. I'll give Cap credit for that. You got a bad run-in with a guy and you think a guy's an ass? He didn't sugarcoat it. Good for Cap. I never had a bad run-in with Billy Packer. I only had like two run-ins ever with him and they were fine, but hey, more power to you. It's still WMVP AM 1000. Thanks. You that's, go cap. That's the problem here, Go. I mean, I mean, that's that's, that's Yurko's issue. That's what Yurko that's all takes took. away. Wow, from that it. was strong words from Cap. I mean, I he, guess he always has strong words, but he must have really pissed off Cap. I know, what? Right. Can we find that audio when he kicked him off the air? Sympathies to the family. But he but was I an ass. You're an ass. God bless. I love it. I got to give him credit for that even one. Like the body's not even cold yet, though. Hey, well, is today the day? Is today the day? That's pretty harsh. I don't mind it. Oh, yeah. I do. It doesn't sit well with me. All right. WMVP AM 1000. <laughs> I love your car. Uh, All right, so boys. Good. Have a All good right. weekend. Okay, you guys have a uh, wonderful show. Dion's in for Waddle. Uh, Waddle and Sylvie coming up next. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy Championship Sunday. Yes. We'll start uh, previewing the Super Bowl on Monday. Waddle and Sylvie are next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Tell me if you like this parlay really quick. I took no. uh, Bulls related? Bulls uh, Hornets. I bumped it up to Hornets plus nine and a half. <laughs> Look, they're on the road. 
they don't usually play well against the bad, bad team. team. So it's a nine and a half. Yeah. I'm giving the Hornets nine and a half. Zach over 23 and a half to bounce back from a bad game. DeMar over 24 and a half. Is that points or uh, turnovers? Uh, you're funny. Levine launches. Russo can't get it. Ball with the save. Levine drives it. Lamelo ball clears it. Right now, Charlotte's on an eight to one run. Levine separates. Caruso kept it alive, but into the hands of Plumlee. Now he's got the money. I don't. I lost the I money. Don't. He's got the max. He does. I got. I, I lost in the parlay. That is a drag. Dion Miller's in for Waddle today. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. The lowlights on uh, NBC Sports Chicago last night. Stacy and Adam, and uh, there were some doozies from Will Purdue and Jason Goff and he Kendall ke- Gill. Will Purdue kept it so real in the post game show; it was awesome. Yeah, they they do. And um, I saw John Greenberg tweet that the two post game shows that they've got rolling on NBC Sports Chicago. That's the standard. It that's, is. That's the standard, that's yeah. the standard for 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 a, a station that is owned by the the team, really. Yeah. Jerry yeah. Ramsdorf owns NBC Sports Chicago, or at least the majority of it. Mm-hmm. It's owned by the teams. Um, they say a lot. They and do. And what Chuck and Ozzy say about that bad White Sox team, it was a miserable season, mm-hmm. and the Bulls are basically following that up with a carbon copy of the White Sox season and what Jason and Kendall and Will bring to the table. Like, I, it's it's the only, like, silver lining in all this. Yes, it's highly entertaining. The team is not. It, last night, listening to Billy Donovan after the game talk about, I believe everything's in that locker room and we just need to execute and they have we have no margin for error and we're not a desperate team. It was like, it's just... Ugh, I fell on. I was like, "Ew, it's just gross." Like, this, know, is right? not, like, this is not what they're supposed to be. Yeah. This is not what how they were supposed to follow up last year. And I didn't realize, Sylvie, how much watching a year ago, I was so had such a crush on Demar Derozan's play yes, game last me year, too. like such a crush. And I didn't realize how otherworldly he was playing until this year, when he's just human DeMar DeRozan right. and they're not winning games. He's still good. It's he's just, still very good. Nothing but it's matches. Not, no, nothing's like. It just doesn't feel like they're all on the same page, working at the same in the same direction at the same time. Well, they did. They didn't want to improve. They thought, no. you know, and and like Will, like this is this is a great Will gave a great message to Bulls fans. Will gave a great message to analysts. See, Red Fred came with this message yesterday when he tried to call the show, and and we welcome all calls, even C. Red Fred, <laughs> who I love, super sweetheart of a guy. But his thoughts are, are crazy sometimes. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. But this notion that Lonzo Ball um, is just going to be the cure all. Like woe is us if if only That's... Lonzo Ball was here to ride in on a, on 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 a horse and save the day like a superhero. This was Will Purdue yesterday on NBC Sports Chicago. It's that Stacy said. Stacy said it. He hit it on the head. We've talked about it. We've said it before. It keeps rearing its ugly head. It's it's a lack of mental toughness. Mm. Period. But how do you solve that in a season? Or how do you even turn it around they, so much so no, that no, the no. talent starts to You know how you solve that? You start making trades. Because I think the one thing I would like to see is 
somebody have the you-know-what to step up and say, well, when Lonzo comes back, we'll, we, we'll be all right. Because that person needs to be decked. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is Will Purdue <laughs> for, for all you Twitter I mean, followers you can't, out there. You can't possibly violence in the locker room. You can't possibly think that's the answer, right? Now, the Lonzo talk. If anybody's still mentioning Lonzo Ball at this moment, like. Yeah, Lonzo's not. And why back would you put season. that on Lonzo? Yeah, Lonzo's, Lonzo's at the crib. Not, like, I'm just trying to get back yeah, to Lonzo's being able to run. What's what's that game? Hey, Michael Jordan ain't walking through that door. Yeah, yeah. Lonzo can't even run without a limp on the treadmill, and like everyone's like, well, if Lonzo comes back, then I want to see what they look like. Like, if the general manager or AK thinks that way, or fans think that way, do you Will think said they it. think that way? Oh, a lot of people think that no, way. No, but I mean, in the front office, do they honestly think that that's the one link to? success that they're well, missing? Well, I know, like, like, Pax used to get mad at me a lot, and I know this because I used to get angry phone calls from John Paxson. Wow. Uh, uh, about Derrick Rose. Yeah. When I used to go on the radio, and I used to say that the Bulls would hang their head and say, woe is us, if only Derrick was healthy. Healthy, yeah. And he would get mad at me over that. And, it, like, sometimes you need a plan B. Stuff happens to teams. Mm -hmm. Stuff happened to the Golden State Warriors. They lost Kevin Durant. Yeah. He tore his Achilles. And then he decided to leave. Did they figure out a way to win another championship without him? Yes. Yes. Uh, when Miami lost LeBron and Dwayne Wade, did they figure out a way to reconstruct the team and get back to another NBA Finals? Yes. Like, they all do. The Celtics, they all do. All the great franchises lose great players. They lose players to injury. And then they, they all overcome. Go and, and, and they figure blank up. Yeah. They figure it out. And the Bulls have this history of, woe is us. Derek's hurt. What do you what want do us want to, to do, do? Sylvie? Right. What can we do? Derek's How hurt. How can we get better? Right. And now I feel like the Bulls are back in the mold of, what do you want us to do? Yeah. We thought Lonzo was only going to be hurt for four to six weeks. Well, A, it would help if you had more than one point guard on the team. You only have yes. one true point guard on the team. B, it would help if you realized, after the, especially after the Milwaukee series, mm -hmm. that, and especially when you were talking about DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan is a two-point He's a two-point specialist, a mid-range shooter. Yes. Uh, it, especially when your best player doesn't shoot any threes. And then when the rest of your players aren't good three-point shooters, right. that you would say to yourself, we need better shooting. Uh -huh. And then you sit on your ass all offseason and you don't and acquire don't do anybody who, who shoots a three. That. You get Andre Drummond, who's playing a season low in minutes, and you get a 36-year-old point guard in, in Dragic who can't do diddly for you. Those were your two improvements all year. And you draft a player who's not ready to play. That's what AK thought was going to add to this team. And then now you sit and you cry because Lonzo's her. This is what gets me about the whole Lonzo Ball thing. 35 games, 13 points, 5 assists. He was not, like, blowing anything out of the water. Why do they think that's just going to be the cure-all? Because they're paying him $19 million? Like, there's, you can't, there's no guarantee that the success they had on that teeny tiny sample size was going was gonna to be there for 82 games. There was no guarantee of that anyway. So we can't blame it on Lonzo being injured. Well, I mean, like, like on the other side, and, and again, they do need to move on because he's yes. been out for over a year. 
He's never been the healthiest guy to begin with. He's not, it's not like he's got a stack full of 82 games year in and year out. But he, do, he does shoot it well. He, he did, is their best on-ball defender. He is their only true point guard. So they do miss him. But for anyone to call in and say once he comes back, he's their cure-all, it's dumb. This is a yeah. flawed team. It's a poorly constructed team. And it's why I'm past the point of, like, accountability. Or I'm past the point of someone needs to get mad. It, it, the truth is, it probably does need to be all broken up. Yeah. It, it needs to, you need to go back to, back to the drawing board. And I don't know if they've got the right men in that front office to do it. Because again, going back to Pax and going back to Gar, if this, if they were in this situation with those two guys, and this is what's oh happened gosh. in the last two years, this city would be riled up. Yeah. And they would, there would be the bull billboards back up on the west side of Chicago. And, and Firegar packs would be all over. AK and Eversley has done no better. And they've got you no closer to a championship. And this team in Chicago is the furthest away to building any sustained success out of any of the five teams in town. You think they're town. the furthest away? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because they See, have to take five steps Hawks back. Are. Well, well they, they, I would think the Blackhawks are further away, no? Well, at least they've picked the lane. But the, yeah, the, that's the Bulls true. Don't, the Bulls don't have a first-round pick this year. They have, and they really don't have much cap room. Right. They're, like, where? how are they going to get out of this? I, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe it is by blowing it up. But it's. I'm trying to figure out, like, who's, who's at fault? What what changed other than they didn't do anything in the offseason? They didn't add to this roster. What What is different? What's, what is it about their personality that isn't meshing when last year it was all about how great this group gets along and what they do, you know? Like, what is that about? I don't understand. And where does Billy Donovan fit into all that? And, and then, like, they secretly give him an extension. Right, which was weird. And, Why did we keep that hush-hush? And I don't know if you bring in a new coach if you're actually – like, I know a lot of people are at the end of their rope with Billy, but if you bring a new coach, I mean, are you really much better? Like, this is a flawed team. It's a flawed it team with, 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 with the way they do a lot of things as far as pieces. Again, you can't win in the modern NBA when you don't have a team that makes threes. Uh, right. They, you can't win in the modern NBA when you don't have a point guard on the team. Right. You don't, that's why you have to have a ball-dominant Levine, why you have to have a ball-dominant DeRozan. You don't have a guy like... Io and Caruso aren't true point guards. Mm-mm. No, they're not. You don't have another point guard to really make your offense go and get you into your offense. So, as a Bulls fan, you would want them to be incredibly active over the next how, what's two weeks, yeah, three weeks, or whatever. Like, and I was very against blowing it up because yeah. I, I like I I don't like the rebuild last time didn't work. You drafted a bunch of guys oh, seventh overall. And you were going nowhere. Like hiring Jim Boylan didn't help. Oh, gosh, hiring Fred no. Hoiberg didn't help. Um, I would right now. I would start with trading um, Vooch. I would start with trading Caruso, Caruso, and then I would analyze where you are at the end of the season with DeRozan and Levine. Um, if someone blows you away with a Demar Derozan deal, I'm certainly listening. If someone yeah. would blow you away with a Levine deal, but I think your best option with them is. At the end of the season, when you've got all 29 other teams who could be looking to trade, 
maybe you would get better offers. But if someone blows you away, I'm I'm all ears to everything right well, now. You because have to be. This sucks. Yeah. Oh, this is not this like middle of the road mediocrity with no direction, like you said, is is very frustrating. And it's hard to watch. It's hard to get excited. It's hard to see like to feel like they're making any sort of progress. We feel it for a minute. Feel it in Paris. Everybody's feeling the love, and then they come back, and now they're just like. They're just, it's awful. It in Paris. They were feeling it I in Paris. You, at first, for a second, I thought you were like giving me like some sort of a, um, <laughs> like some sort of an adage. We feel it in Paris. <laughs> like that, like were you quoting someone? But then I'm like, oh yeah, last week they that, were in last Paris. Last week they were in Paris, yeah. I was like, quoting was... the uh, chain smokers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we, we will always have Paris. We, they will always have they Paris. They will always have Paris. Yeah, that's what they'll talk they about. They beat Detroit. Good they for them. They beat Detroit. Good for yes. you, Bulls. You beat a shorthanded Detroit team. And then you went on the road and you lost to a shorthanded uh, Pacers team that you led by 20-something. And right. then you went to Charlotte, who had lost like 7 of 9 and had won 13 games. 13, 13 games, games all year. And you lost to them. Oh, I'm told that Will Purdue is called in. Is oh, that really? really Will? Is he called in by listening? Let's get to him. Oh, Can we get Will's to him the after best. the break? Can he hold on? Let, let's talk to Will. Or see, let's if do he, it. See, see if he's got time at three. Will is caught. I don't want to shortchange Will. No, I don't either. Because he's so good at what he does. Yeah. He was listening and Will called in. Um, he was spot on yesterday. I wanted to play something else from Will, too. I, I know. But uh, Will Purdue. So good. Uh, so we'll get to Will. Fine. And if you want to uh, react to to the Bulls. And we've got Championship Sunday and football to discuss. 312-332-3776. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. Let's show them we are better. Let's show them we are better. You're staying in Paris. To get away from your Well done. Well done, Mallor. Like a DJ That's over there. That's a professional. That's a professional. Oh, he's a pro's pro. Agreed. Dion Miller in for uh, Waddle today. Waddle's wife had uh, knee surgery. I, I was uh, told it went very, very well. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, that's really There will good. be no Lonzo Ball situation here. She will be up and uh, running in no time. She will be back long before he is. She will be running the point for the Bulls sooner. <laughs> Could she? Could I, we suggest that? I, I don't think it would be worse. I don't It. I don't think it can get worse. No. Uh, so Will Purdue is going to call back at three. So really it was nice of him to that. call in. Yeah, yeah that was, was nice, nice. Of him to call in. Uh, this was his other uh, memorable um Moment from last night's uh, post game show with Kendall and uh, uh, the guys on NBC Sports Chicago. Jason Goff, they do a great job. Here it is. So I, I wrote some things down during the game. No sense of urgency, lack of intensity. So I'm going to ask the question Who does this team think they are? I was about to say, How is that the case? How, how can you? Because trap games and urgency shouldn't come into play when you when your record is, is what it is. It was. It's not like you're. It's not like you're 34 and 14. That reminds me of like <laughs> like my dad after the report card <laughs> came home. You. Yes. Like I, the report card just came in. I'm a junior at Niles North, <laughs> and he's he's looking at it and he's like, history, language arts. Who do you think you are? 
That is such a great expression. But it's accurate because they do carry themselves like they are a better team than they actually are. What are you doing? What are you doing? How can you not have a sense of urgency? How? Sick. No Uh, intensity? What is that? Don't know. Uh, Andy and New Lennox, one of our favorite Bulls callers. What's up, Andy? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Good. Uh, I've been better about uh, the Bulls. I've been better with our, oh. all of our teams, to tell you the truth, Andy. Uh, even my Illini. I don't know if you've been watching them, but they're a carbon copy of the Bulls. Mm-hmm. One night they're beat anybody. The next night they lose to Northwestern by 15 at home. So, yeah, they've been up and down, that's for sure. So I, I'm with you. They need to just blow it up. There's nothing appealing about this team. They don't play hard. They don't play well. They don't play any defense. They don't play any offense. They don't show any heart. They don't show any hustle. The coaches, I mean, I can't stand Donovan. It seems like his strategy is, well, hopefully DeMar or Zach gets hot. And then the strategy on defense is, well, hopefully somebody doesn't get hot. And that's not, I mean, it's horrible. This guy's supposed to be a great coach. That's why we hired him. We were all excited. I was very excited. And it's been horrible. Trade everyone. And just move on. I mean, what, even if this team performs to its top ability, I mean, they maybe win one playoff series, maybe, probably not. So what's the point? I mean, they're in NBA purgatory, and they got to go. And um, as far as Waddle's wife, she probably could play point guard for the Bulls. I know Waddle, with the money he's got, is probably playing for a decent surgeon, unlike the Bulls. So... <laughs> So you might as well call her and, you know, see when she'll be available because, like I said, Waddle's got the good money. He knows the good surgeon. So there you go. So I'll let you – I'll hang up and I'll let you guys discuss. Thanks, Thank guys. you, Andy. Thanks for calling, Andy. Mm, that's a good call. That is a good call. Andy's always got oh, – Parag, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Parag? Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. good. So I feel like the Bulls need to get Vooch and DeMar the ball every time down and just slash, slash, slash. These guys they, – they are just not a well-coached team. I don't know. What, what, I, I mean, what do you I, think about that? Like again, like like you're supposed to be able to hit open threes. Like that's that's part of today's game. That's been the way it's been. It's not new. It's mm-hmm. the way it's been going for a long time. And uh, you, you got to hit open threes. And I don't think they're a well put together team. I mean, I, there are things that you could pick Billy apart, but he I, can only do so much. Yeah, like, I don't it's, think it's a well put together team. I don't either. So I don't know. I let, mean, he can he can't get out on the floor and change the way that they're playing or give them a, a sense of urgency. And, that and, and that the, doesn't start with him. And then the, again, like I've backed Zach. I've backed Zach. I can't make excuses for Zach. I can't come to his defense. Mm-hmm. I said two weeks ago on Twitter, uh, rest in peace, Max Levine jokes. Mm. Yet, yeah, no. Uh, I, I was wrong. I was dead wrong. Yeah. They're, they're alive and well, and you can't go out and score zero points in the fourth quarter against the shorthanded Pacers, and you can't go out and basically score nothing in the second half against a dead-on-arrival Charlotte team. Mm-hmm. That, that's a terrible... That's Oh, it's depressing. Like, that's a depressing player yeah, right there. Yeah, that's really depressing. And it feels like it changed when he signed the contract, and that's what is so irritating. That's irritating. It's very irritating. So we'll talk to Will Perdue uh, coming up next. He called in...
Uh, we were playing some of his stuff. We'll, we'll see. Where do they go from here? Will will tell us next. And then we'll get into uh, Championship Sunday. Can't wait for the football. There's a lot of uh, other stuff to talk about involving football. Doug Kazarian will give us the plays of the weekend one hour from right now as well.